0: next episode of the Soulful Eclectic. I'm your host Diana Collins and I want to welcome you to today's episode. I am the host, the creator of this podcast and if it's just the first time you joining us I want to say welcome. If you have joined us before and you listened to a few episodes I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support and I hope you share anything um, any of the content and the episodes with friends, loved ones who may need to hear it. So with that, we're going to go right in to our next episode. Namaste. Hey, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to the Soulful Eclectic. I'm your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you back. If you've been here and you've listened to the first series of episodes that I've had, but if this is your first time listening, I want to say thank you for joining me and uh, welcome to the Soulful Tribe. And I hope that you continue to listen and grow with us as we move forward in this new journey. So today's episode will actually be about journeying and traveling. My husband and I love to travel And we travel by air, by sea, by car, however. And we actually have been traveling a lot. But since COVID, we really haven't been going anywhere. Uh, We had to do a family emergency out to Florida. And um, I really don't count that as a really travel experience because that was an emergency. And it wasn't planned. And we just kind of just jumped in on a flight and do what we needed to do and come back home. But, you know, we, we've taken trips for uh, vacations, definitely for fun, sp- spare the moment kind of trips are our best ones. But do you guys know that um, traveling is really difficult with your spouse sometimes? I don't know. Um, I And I've heard people have difficulties traveling, but I really didn't realize how hard it is to keep up a darn conversation when you're traveling and when you're with your spouse and you are with your spouse all the time and you guys conversate all the time. So when you're in a car for two to six hours plus, what in the tarnations do you talk about? Right? So I... I was talking with my friend CJ, and you know, she's like, You should have a podcast conversation about this one because that is so true. Nobody knows what to talk about when they're traveling. And I'm like, Okay. So I actually had a different episode for this day. So I just switched it up, and we're going to do this instead because it's um, a little more lighthearted than the conversations we've been having. So I thought I'd change it up a bit. So conversations with your spouse in the car. Now, my husband and I really have little trouble having conversations. He is an excellent uh, book of knowledge in his head. He knows random facts and he likes to have in-depth philosophical conversations on the regular. Now, me, on the other hand, that's a little difficult uh, because I have always been that quiet individual. Uh, I was that student that was always quiet and the teacher would constantly, I found old report cards from my teachers back in elementary school. And I went to a Catholic elementary school in Brooklyn. Um, Our Lady of Lords. It's being renovated, so um, I don't know if any of my Brooklyn friends are listening. Uh, check it out. But um, yeah, I went. I was that quiet kid, and I would find old report cards that says, "We really don't know. If she's getting the work. She doesn't say much in class. She just sits there in class." Well, I I didn't say much for many reasons. And um, one of the reasons was I was bullied all the time. So I didn't see a point in talking. Um, And we'll talk about bullying in another episode. But yeah, so uh, I was that quiet person. So I never talked and never had conversations because I felt that what I had to say wasn't relevant. And then I, as I grew up and developed started developing relationships with friends and Boyfriends, girlfriends, all those friends, they never valued anything I had to say. So who wants to talk if no one's really listening? So I just learned to keep my thoughts to myself. And I've had many conversations with self. So yeah, I I find it hard now as a grown adult to have those meaningful conversations. Plus, I don't think it helps that I'm an introvert and, um, I don't like talking unless I have a, something to talk about, and it has a point, so having random, pointless conversations is is really hard for me, um which is why I have some trouble sometimes in social situations, but um yeah, that's neither here nor there. That's a whole nother conversation too uh but yeah, so here i'm I always have to search my mind. To figure out what in the world am I going to talk about? Um, so we've, I've like created things to talk about. And um, the first time I found that this was really difficult. Was our drive moving out to Arizona. We drove to Arizona from Delaware. And um, that's about a four to five day drive. Depending on how you break up the hours. Um, we thought we were going to be these... Um, Huh, huh. I don't know if you guys know that term, but it's an army term that we used to shout out when we wanted to be the greatest of the great. Um, and everything was good. So we were going to be these huh, huh, outstanding, you know, drivers. And we thought we were going to do 12 hour drives and yeah, that didn't work out very well. So we uh, ended up breaking it up to eight hour drives and we ended up making it to Arizona, as you can see, uh, two years ago. And, um, conversations were hard like for him it was hella easy he found no problems talking and he just had conversation after conversation and I'm good with that because if someone else can start the conversation I can roll with it and I'll jump in and I'll give my feedback give my information you know share my thoughts ask my questions whatever but then it comes to me and it's like dead air what do I talk about, right? So um, I came up with this cool idea that whenever we decide to go on road trips, I would write down questions and things to have conversations. So my conversation starter list and to see if this will help me be better at conversations, right? So the first time I tried it, uh, it worked out really well. We were driving to Vegas, and uh, for his birthday, and I was like, "Okay, we got these conversation starters. Let's go." And I rattled off a question. He answered it in one, two, three, and it was like five minutes. I was like, "Okay, that was quick." So conversation starter number two. And then we we went there, and it worked out so, um, really well. But yeah, so that that was my tip conversation starters and the other thing is if you guys listen to different types of podcasts that will be great too because we ended up listening to a few of his podcasts that he likes to listen to and that was a good conversation too because we started talking about the information that um they were talking about and elaborating on it and and given how we feel about the topic and things like that. So that was helpful as well. So I would suggest that to listening to a podcast. The other thing that we're going to try to do, because we're um, taking a quick road trip to see one of his friends coming up, and I says, you know, let me, we have this book that we journal in, uh, and it's got self-guided questions that we past is kind of like our love story that we're writing. And so I figured like, you know, let's do that. I'll start journaling the rest of our love story because we started it on our cruise to Alaska uh, last year. When we went on our cruise to Alaska, we had started it, but with life getting in the way and you know, things happening, we kind of put it on the back burner. So I figured, hey, let's do that. I'll journal our love story while he's driving cause he likes to do all the driving. Um, I think he gets scared when I get behind the wheel, but, um, I can't blame him cause sometimes I speed, but, um, yeah. So what we did was we did the journaling, some of the journaling while he was driving. I wrote my piece, um, because they have you two questions, my version, and then I wrote down his version. So that's how we started doing things. um, The idea came to me from reading five love languages. I read five love languages back in 2017. A friend of mine, Daphne, brought me um, the book and said, you guys should do this because you are on that path. And it's, it's just amazing to watch. So... We did the love language test, like I think half of the nation did. And it was great because we are actually listening and communicating in that love language. But reading the book, I um, noticed that one of the stories, one of the exemplars in there, the gentleman had trouble giving his wife words of affirmation. And what he would do was write down different things that he could pull out whenever he thinks that, okay, I think I should give her a kind word or something. And to me, that seemed like a jerkish kind of thing. Like you should know that your wife is beautiful and shouldn't have to have a tablet to tell you, tell your wife she's beautiful today. But for him, it was difficult to give her, give her those words of affirmation Uh, because he wasn't used to it. So it was easier for him to write it down. So I'm thinking, okay, that that's a good idea. But at some point, it should become second nature in my thought process, because I'm thinking the psychology portion portion of it, Pavlov's theory of conditioning, and the more you do something repetitively, it becomes muscle memory, second nature, right? So Hopefully, I don't know how it ended in the book because it doesn't go into, you know, does he eventually not need the book? But I thought about that in um, relation to communication and, you know, our travel times and uh, riding it in the car. And I was like, that's a great idea. I'll write down conversation pieces. So having the uh, telling our love story story was one thing and then um for our anniversary he also gave me like this bucket list book and so that's the other one that I turned to as well so that we can start filling out our bucket list trips and when we want to accomplish those things so uh, I have a good friend which you all have met Ona Mills she's our glam gloss queen and uh Her husband, she and Kevin, are having their renewal this week, and unfortunately, um, I will be in another direction when they do the renewal, and I will not be attending due to prior engagement. But I sent those books to them, so I'm really excited to see where uh, they take it, you know? Because I always like to share things when it comes to marriage, relationship, communication with other couples that are receptive to it and see what their take is and you know kind of have a conversation about it and see how it has helped their communication or not or build them to be um closer. So, I'll add that to my marriage segment when I get to that part. But yeah, so that is going to be an interesting um thing. But I find that car rides helps with communication because not only um you get to know your spouse better and your spouse gets to know you better, but you get to ask those uncomfortable questions that you don't tend to ask on a day to day basis, uh, because you have a captive audience, right? So he, he can't go anywhere, you're not going anywhere, and instead of sitting there watching the scenery, which is like my favorite thing to do, uh you actually have active conversation. So that's the time we also tend to go over different disagreements that we've had. And I don't I don't call them arguments because we don't, you know what? In the 5 years we've been together, 4 years we've been married. We haven't had like a blowout argument. We've had disagreements where I'm like, "Okay, I don't agree with you right now, but I'm going to listen to your side and then I'm giving you my side and then we're going to move on. I don't say agree to disagree because it, it really doesn't work very well with him. It, he doesn't like agree to disagree in his logical mind. So I just say you will t- reconvene and talk about it again later. So that's something that we do. So car rides actually helps us talk about other conversations as well that we didn't get to completely finish and it's still left hanging in the air. Uh, So i like to write those down as well, because sometimes you need closure on a conversation because you just leave it dead because you've said your piece. He said his piece or whomever said their piece and it's like, okay, we're going to go about our merry way. No one's really mad about anything, but Nothing gets resolved as well, so you know that's the time that you can take and get some resolution to some unfinished conversations that you've had, and also gain a better understanding on the perspective of the other individual as well. So take that moment and say and just write it down. I have um a separate book for conversations to be had. And it's just one of those dollar store journals that I grab because I, I collect journals for some odd reason because they look so cute and I feel like I need another notebook. And so I collect them. And so I just grab one of the journals and write down one of, you know, the, all the conversations that we need to be had. Uh, and, and the conversations are uncomfortable, honestly, especially for someone who doesn't like confrontation. Me. Me. <laughs> um, but it it's hard to say, hey, remember that night you said this, and this is how I, I perceive what you said. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about what you meant by that? Because I took it in a whole different direction, and vice versa, you know, because sometimes... I could say things and it's, and he will take it in a whole different mean. It's like, oh gosh, no, that's not what I meant. That's what you got from that? No, no, no. You know, and then you get thoroughly offended because you hurt their feelings and that was never your intention. But, you know, how we always say that the tone of what we say says more than the words that we say. So um, I... Personally, have to be mindful of the tone in which I say a lot of things, and um I know this for 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 a fact. And my daughter, who is my my oldest daughter who lives with us, is notorious for this because she just says whatever, and the tone is all jacked up. And you just stand there and look at her like, do you know what you're saying right now? Because it does not sound cool at all. So, um, yeah. So definitely have those conversations that, you know, may have need to be had. And take that opportunity for those long car rides to reconnect. And I, I'm going to say, you're going to find that your communication with each other will be 100% better as you grow. Okay, because it takes time. This doesn't happen overnight, honestly. You know, having this level of conversation and, and commitment and connection takes time. And we actually built it this way from the day we met because we both were in relationships that did not communicate well. And we said to ourselves, because especially since we got married so quickly, And that's a whole different story. I'll tell you guys that one day as well. But we got married so quickly that um, we we set the standard right in the beginning. It's like, we're not having this. We're going to communicate. We're going to tell each other what's right, what's wrong, how we feel, whether we want to hear it or not. Because we spent relationship after relationship not having effective communication with our significant others. So reset the bar right in the beginning of our relationship. Which I think is a great thing. And so for me to keep my end of the bargain, that was the what I came up with was just write it down and make it happen. Have those uncomfortable conversations. And um, as much as we as we get older don't like to talk about Those intimate conversations. We need to. We need to have those conversations because we want to make sure we're meeting each other's needs. So, why not do it when you're in a car because you have a captive audience? He can't go anywhere, you can't go anywhere. And guess what? Once you let the cat out the bag, you got to catch it. So, start there, and you will find that your relationship will continue to grow in ways that you never expected it. So, Um, Yeah, so those are my little tidbits for car rides. And thank you, CJ, for the suggestion to talk about car rides and conversations with your spouse. Because I didn't think about how much of a conversation that is needed for a lot of us, right? Because when we get in the car, we're used to watching the scenery, go by, taking pictures, some of us sleeping, and... Our spouse is left there driving, with the music. So, yeah, let's let's check back in, and use that travel time to check in with each other, and just look at your spouse. And say, hey, how are you? How have you been feeling? And then let it go from there. So, thank you for joining me for this episode. I'm gonna cut it there, and um, let that. Kind of marinate, and if you have any questions for me, just email me dc at the dot com, or you can leave me a message on my Facebook page, uh, soulful eclectic dot uh, com or hashtag soulful eclectic, and um, yeah, just kind of just check in and let me know how things are going and if you have any questions any show suggestions if you want to be a guest on this show just reach out to me and some of you have my phone number definitely send me a text message and just let me know so thank you and as I grow and get okays from my RSS feeds and iHeartRadio I'm still waiting and um Who else is I'm I'm waiting for iTunes, Apple takes forever and Spotify. So I applied to all of those. So I'm just waiting for their feedback and they're okay. And then I'll let you know that I have expanded past the RSS.com. So thanks again. And I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. Be well. So this concludes today's episode. If anything that was said today resonates with you or with someone in your circle that you want to share this episode with and you want to share that information with me, please feel free to send me a message via email or my Facebook page. Um, You can leave a like uh, on the RSS feed that you are currently listening to me on And um, just let me know how you feel, whether you like it or you don't like it. Any feedback to me is great feedback because it shows that you're in tune to what I'm saying or what my guests are saying. And, you know, it, it helps open up that dialogue. And I always like to hear other people's perspective on things that we've discussed. So thank you for joining me on this episode. And again, if you like episode join subscribe click how much you like it and send me a message the email address is dc at the soulful eclectic.com and you can follow me on my social media currently the facebook page is up and running and the facebook page is called soulful eclectic you have to drop the th on this one and um, yeah, so whatever plat- social media platform, website that you're listening to, or you, you are following me on, please subscribe, rate the show, your thoughts. Um, so until next time, take care of yourself, love yourself first, because if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love and care for anyone else, right? So with that, I bid you peace and love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Namaste.